Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 133 of the Poke Tower Podcast. As you guys saw there on the title, Digimon Cards, specifically Ultimate Cup, is down. We'll talk about it later on, so if you're interested in that, stay tuned. Uh, we've got a bunch of other news for uh, the episode today, including some awesome Marvel cards. We're going to be taking a look at some sports cards. We'll be looking at a video game request that we had uh, in our Discord. Um, May. Happy May, everyone. It's going to be a big month. We just dropped the news this morning to the Discord that we will be doing a podcast interview with Omar from Strictly Sealed. Massive YouTuber. Um, one of the best, if not the best Yu-Gi-Oh collectors around, uh, in terms of like my favorites, uh, and it's not often, you know, there are people that I want on this show. It just doesn't happen. Uh, but Omar's one of those guys. And I can tell you, I've, I've learned a lot from him. I've had multiple run-ins with him in the past. Not bad, but, um, you know, we've crossed paths before and I don't think he ever knew it. Um, so it'll be interesting to talk to him and pick his brain about Yu-Gi-Oh. So if you have questions, you can always leave questions down in the comments, uh, or you could join our discord, send questions there. I'm going to be writing everything down. It's going to be a nice in-depth interview. Um, that'll be going down Friday, May 19th from 11 to 2 PM Eastern. So 11 AM to 2 PM Eastern. He's got another podcast that he has to do like after that. So I, I was like, Hey, let me get you on a Friday. You know, I need a three, one to three hour chunk. And uh, he agreed to it. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. I've been waiting on that. But that dude, he's so busy. Um, finally got the confirmation today. I was like, all right, we're going to do this. So very excited, uh, especially with the Yu-Gi-Oh! 25th anniversary, stuff like that. It's going to perfect timing uh, to talk to this guy. And whew, You guys are going to learn a lot. You guys are going to learn a lot. If you haven't yet, check them out. Check them out on YouTube. Strictly Sealed. Like if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh! guy, you will learn so much stuff. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous that he's got it all up here. It's nuts. Like you think guys think I'm smart? No, that dude, he is on a whole nother level. Very excited for that. Uh, it's going to be great for this podcast. Uh, that'll be May 19th, Friday, May 19th. Join the Discord. You can uh, actually get the event tab on our Discord, and it'll it should notify you if you sign up for it. So um, that's that. We got a bunch of other news to talk about today. Let's start off with the TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. TCG Battle Royale, we got a new contender on the charts this week, and it's going to be number one. Number one, Digimon card game across time. This is a new set that just released uh, like last Friday. Um, case prices are at $913. Box prices are debuting at $80. That is big for Digimon. Usually we see like the high 70s, mid 70s. Um, Top four cards in the set come out to $638, and there are 19 sets or 19 cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Um, I suspect that's going to drop down to about 14 or 15. That's usually what we get out of Digimon. About 14, 15 cards that kind of stick. The rest will fall off. Uh, but 
really good selection. I mean, we, we covered it last week in episode 132. Uh, they have a lot of stuff for you to check out, right? So collectors have their different inserts of the Tamers. Um, they also have the special box topper Omnimon, which is debuting at 300 bucks right now. That doesn't sound right at all. I have no idea what's up with that. 320 bucks on TCG player. I think there's been one sale. So take that with a grain of salt. We'll see where it goes. But apparently it's a rare insert on the box toppers. So it's not something everyone's going to get. But I just can't see it being 300 bucks long term. Um, so we'll wait on that one. Um, you got the Shoutmon. And then you got the uh, Bagramon. The gold and the silver cards. So those are the two different ones there. Uh, really nice looking cards. You know, I wish they would have did a better character selection. But you got you to gotta spread it out with Digimon. You know what I mean? There's so many different characters. You can't just tap Wargreymon all day. Um, but I will tell you, I really like the box topper idea of the Omnimon because now you're getting players involved and you're getting collectors involved in the same set. That's good overall for the set. Um, so very cool. Um, TBA on the, on the Omnimon. We'll see. I'm just not sold on it yet. Uh, I'm happy that it's, that it's got that kind of spotlight, but I don't know if that's going to hold. All right. Digimon across time. Number one, number two this week. I'm drum I'm going to drop down and it's just I'm only dropping down Dragon Ball Power Absorbed to number 2 specifically because Digimon just dropped last Friday. A lot of people are excited about it. It's also more accessible to the everyday collector, right? Like I find it let's say did let's say the Omnimon stays at 300 bucks. I find that more collectors can afford a $300 card than they can a $2,500 card in the Goku Universal Stake. Now, I do believe that Goku is a better collectible. I do. Goku is better. I mean, he's more well-known than Omnimon. You could, you could go tit for tat. Like, Goku is overall a better collectible card than Omnimon. However, I just don't think it's accessible to everyone. So, I think if you have a $300 bill, you're more inclined to go for Omnimon uh, than any other chase in the Dragon Ball stuff. Unless you're a Dragon Ball nut. So I'm dropping it down to number two, although I still think it's a superior set. Um, we'll see what happens next week, but it is kind of red across the board. Case price is $774. Box price is $68.10. That is for the retail box. The hobby box is also down. The hobby box is down to $608. Collector's box, that's what they call it. Top four cards in the set, $5,185. Um... TCG players doing some nutty stuff, right? They got the Gokus up for sale for nine thousand. I'm guessing those are like graded ones. Um, but raw, they've been selling from two thousand to twenty five hundred. That's where I've been seeing it go. So I bumped that figure down, which brought us down to five thousand one hundred eighty five. And there are twenty five cards in the set that break the fifteen dollar price point. Again, that's two different boxes. You have collector set, you have retail box. So kind of skewed right it's not just 25 cards that you can hit in any given box right it's it's actually kind of split up but uh i'll give it number two we'll see what happens in the coming weeks because you know a lot can happen like could be a record sale of that goku there could be all kinds of stuff that have more slabs start moving of like the cooler or the um you are number one secret rare alternate art like if that has a, a crazy high sale like in a psa 10 or bgs 10 that could bring some life back into it. But I think in terms of accessibility, I think most people can afford the Digimon prices, which makes it a better set right now. Number three, Yu-Gi-Oh! Maze of Memories. Actually doing pretty darn good. Uh, a little bit of green this week. Box prices, $68.39, which is 
that's that is amazing for a Yu-Gi-Oh collector rare set. I mean, you guys saw Genesis Impact. Um, you guys saw Ancient Guardians. Um, those boxes were like 35 bucks last like winter or maybe even now, you know, like, so for a collector rare set to be almost 70 bucks, I'm, I'm telling you, we're talking King's Court Toon Chaos. That's what this guy's on par with. Not only that, but the cards are holding over pretty well. The Black Luster Soldiers dropped down to about 53 bucks and the Gate Guardian is down to like 40 something, um, would be a great time to buy a Gate Guardian. However, I, I just... I just picked up a Dark Magician Adidas. I just picked up an ADC one today. Um, I saw I saw a price that I liked, and I went after it. Uh, so obviously, I think that's more rare. I think that's good. that's a better card from for me than than a collector rare from you know Maze of Memories. But uh, you know, Maze of Memories still a great set. Fifteen cards that break the fifteen dollar price point. That's that's all collector rares and ultra rares, secret rares. But you know, I still think it's solid. It's it's it. The prices are just showing that. You got a $200 collector rare in the Baron. Like, that's amazing. All right, number four. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet EX. I think we're all tired of this. I think we want to see what Paldea Evolved looks like. I'm not thinking it's going to be any better, but uh, case prices are at $670. Box prices are at $113.24. That is quite the jump. I remember last week it was down to like below $100. So now it's back up to $113. Um, that could be short-lived. You know, as soon as someone pumps in a little more supply, that price will come right back down. And then you have the top four cards in the set at $157, which is crap. Look at that, guys. Box, $114. The best four cards, $157. Like, just go get the top four cards and call it a day and move on. Like, start saving your pennies for Paldea Vault, right? Uh, nine cards in the set that break the $15 price point, which is just trash. I mean, there's so many cards in that set, and you can't break 10. Double digits, like, eesh. come on. There you guys go. That's your Battle Royale this week. Digimon Across Time is coming out strong. I like the Omnimon being the top dog. I don't, I'm not a hater. I like it. I just don't think it's worth that much. We've never seen a box topper worth that much on release week, uh, unless it's extremely rare. So maybe they're doing something new here. That light is changing colors behind me again. Don't do that. Um, that one always does it. I don't know why. Uh, so... Um, you know, they got to they got to change it up. Um, they got to change it up with the box toppers, and and maybe maybe it is a rare insert, like super rare insert, and we can all be happy about it and just move on. Um, but right now, I'll give it number one. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Okay, that's it for the battle royale. Oh, I didn't cover the other ones. Dragon Ball, Yu-Gi-Oh at number three, and then Pokemon at number four. Duh, getting ahead of myself. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. All right. Let's talk about Pokemon this week. Here we go. That's the wrong button. Oh my gosh. Wow. These buttons are all mixed up because of after hours. So I have so many different samples on these dang, on the stream deck now. Like I'm just smashing, but I got to organize. <laughs> it's getting bad. It's getting out of hand. Here we go. All right. Pokemon this week. We're going to be talking about Pokemon Classic. This was something that was dropped on pokebeach.com. Let me see if I can get you the guys. There we go. Pokebeach.com. Uh, classic cards revealed for the Pokemon trading card game. Classic box set. More classic reprints have been revealed from Pokemon trading card game. Classic box set. You don't know what classic box set is. We'll take a look here. This is announced for the fall, right? 
classic box set. Um, that is not what we want to go back. This is what we're looking at here. Okay. So if you guys haven't seen this, go to Pokey Beach, check it out. But we want to talk about the next thing here. Okay. So right here. As posted before, the product will release in late 2023 in English and in October 2023 in Japan. So we're probably going to, this is going to be our November, you know, uh, why is it like that? Okay. November, December set, I bet. Um, the product will contain three 60 card decks headlined by base set Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise. And that's a cool idea, right? Each of the decks will contain new and reprinted cards. The cards will feature a unique hollow foil pattern different from the one in Celebrations. All of the cards feature new numbering for this box set. Ah, oh, god dang it. I'm tired of these reprints. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just tired of the reprints. Like, Venusaur looks great. They took off the little 25th anniversary. They changed the hollow foil pattern, right? It's got stars on it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But, like, this is like a, another classic collection or a legendary collection, right? Like, look at this. We got a reverse hollow. That's what you're going to call it. Reverse hollow uh, Ivysaur. Chansey, same thing. Um, ooh, I mean, the EXs are okay. I'm still not sold on the EXs. Uh, but, you know, I feel like, I feel like, look at that. I mean, that's a fire energy right there. I feel like Pokemon has peaked. Oh, my goodness. We're getting the same stuff over and over. Like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! will reprint reprint the same card multiple times in different rarities so like dark magician for example you have you have your very first dark magician uh starter deck yugi you know it's in a ultra rare and then they reprinted it in the, the bpts the booster pack tens right it's secret rare uh and then you have prismatic secret rares and then you have pharaoh rares and you have starlight rares and then you have you know all these secret rare like all these different rarities of the same exact card. And it works for Yu-Gi-Oh! Because players players use these, right? So it's not just for the collect. There are collectors that collect all of them. But like players actually use them. You know, these classic cards aren't too playable. Um, so it's a little bit different with Pokemon. But I mean, how many prints of Venusaur do we have now? Of this card, how many times have we printed that card? I got to say, let's see, one, you have, you have first edition, you have base, you have um, legendary collection, you have, there's three right there, you have 25th anniversary, um, you have this one right here, and then you have like the Chinese anniversary, like there's like at least, at least six or seven prints of this Venusaur right here. And I love, I love that idea, it's just got to give us something new give us something you know because like scarlet violet wasn't too hot in my opinion i mean it was fun to open but i'm over it you know it just doesn't have that lasting impression on me um i like this ratatat i mean that looks kind of cool that looks sweet but it's just uh i think they peaked i think they peaked on us this is it I don't know. I have I have nothing to say. I mean, what do you guys think about this? This is um Let me see here. Let me see. I mean Charizard, come on. Come on. Like, can we get I don't know. 
Mega Charizard X. Like, can we get more of him? We've only got like two or three prints of him. Mega Charizard X, you know. Mega Charizard Y is okay, but the Mega Charizard X was dope. I know that era's over, but like bring something like that back, right? You don't even need to do a shiny one. Just bring him back. Hmm. There you go. Uh, Pokemon trading card game classic. Pokemon trading card game classic box. That's what it is. Okay. That's it for the Pokemon news. Not too much this week. You know, there's really nothing I could talk about, but uh, that's that. Moving on to Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Here we go. All right, Yu-Gi-Oh! So I mentioned we're going to be talking to Omar from Strictly Sealed. Uh, and it's just got me, I mean, it's the 25th anniversary for Yu-Gi-Oh! this year. It's got me just nerding out on Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, uh, and that's, that's one of the cool things about, you know, talking and conversing with collectors who have more than what you have, who are on a different level than you. It inspires you to do things, you know? So, I think over the next few weeks, I'm going to be covering the, the Booster Pack 10s, the BPTs. There's so many different series and sets. Um, I think I had the tins. I got the tins probably from the 2002 era to 2004. That was probably when we got the tins for like Christmas or like, you know, randomly my parents would buy me one. Um, but it, that was pretty much the era that, that I was in. Um, and I didn't really collect much after 2004. I, I can tell you that. Yeah. Especially looking at this stuff here. Uh, but today, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the 2002 collector tins. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and the 2002 collector tins look like this. Let me see if I can show you here. Oop, wrong one. Right here. Boom. Look at that. Sweet. Dude, that's... This is, I don't know why Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't make any more tins like this. This is amazing. You got Dark Magician. You got Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Um, you got Joey with Red Eyes. You have Summon Skull. Lord of D, which is probably the least desirable of this whole set here. And then you have Black Skull Dragon. Dude, these are such amazing amazing uh monsters to have in your first promotion for booster pack tins BP bpt um so there you go dark magician summon skull blue eyes white dragon lord of d red eyes black dragon black skull dragon now you can get these sealed for like 500 to like 900 a piece that's super expensive right but i think it's a product worth investing in because these these carry um you know all kinds of different packs and they have uh the one promotional card which we're going to talk about here in a bit they are also um have booster packs they got two legend of blue eyes uh packs you have two metal raiders packs and one magic ruler so you're getting five legacy packs um and then here are the cards you guys can get too so check these out these are the promos like let's say you can't go with the sealed tins i think you should totally get this i'm trying to get the whole set that's what i'm trying to do um, but if you can't, I think this is what you got to take a look at here. So there's the whole set. Um, but if maybe that's just too much of your blood, you got to at least go for the promos because the promos aren't too bad. Um, now these are TCG player prices. They're not, um, oh, of course you guys can't see. Uh, I'll just read them to you. Um, these are TCG player prices. <sighs> they're so again, they're like near mint LP. You know, you would have to really shop on eBay to try and find the best condition ones. Um, but uh, yeah, and I was actually surprised at the price breakdown here. Dark Magician being the most expensive. Dark Magician uh, BPT001 is going to be $114 on TCG Player. That's like the market price. Summon Skull is 71 And these are all secret rares, by the way, guys. You see the patterns there? 
secret rares. So um, summon skull, it's going to be $71.74. You have blue eyes at $97. Lord of D is only $20. Bucks. It's $21.34. That's the market price. So you could, you could snag one of those and get a piece of, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh history. Um, red eyes, $99. And black skull dragon, $58. So you have all the promos right there. And then you have, you know, of course you have all the tins, a collection, a collecting goal for me would be to get the tins and then get the promotional cards and, you know, either have them graded or throw them in a binder. That's, that's what I would do. So that way, you know, if you get these promotional cards, you won't be tempted to crack these open. These just stay, I mean, they display nicely anyways. I mean, you could literally stack those tins up right behind you and it'll look awesome. Um, so that's the first generation of booster pack tins for Yu-Gi-Oh! 2002. They got raw promotional cards. These are all the OGs. Uh, man, it's going to be fun. I mean, what do you need? Let's see. You need 180. Let's say that's 300, 320, uh, 420. You need about 500 bucks to get all the promos in like near mint condition. That's not terrible. Or, you know, you can get one tin for five to about 900. It really, the Lord of D you could probably find for like 400, I think. And of course they scale it up based on who's on the art, like the Yu-Gi-Oh, the Yu-Gi one with the dark magician is going to be like 900, 950. Um, some people have the whole set for like 5,000 bucks in the original like packaging. So that's another thing you could do, like the whole display, uh, which is, you know, I don't know how many of you are interested in that, but I would do something stupid like that. I totally would, because this is, this is timeless. You can't beat this. And these are, these are the types of Yu-Gi-Oh collectibles that continue to rise uh, in, in price and value, like in rarity, everything. It just, this stuff is just truly locked in its, uh, in its rarity. And um, a lot of people, a lot of old Yu-Gi-Oh heads, you know, enjoy this stuff. So this is what I'm thinking about for uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. This is probably where I'm going to start. If I don't go this route with the tins, I might go like starter decks, try to get a sealed starter deck, and then try to go get that premier card, you know, Dark Magician from Starter Deck Yugi, Blue Eyes from Starter Deck Kaiba, and just knock it out, right? First, it's going to be tough. It's, it's a hell of a challenge, but it is just super fun to do. So there you guys go. 2002 Yu-Gi-Oh! Tins. Go take a look. Add them to your watch list. You will, you will be in a time machine. It is, it's pretty fun to look at. Okay. That is it for... What the heck is this? Go back. Stupid. Okay. That is it for Yu-Gi-Oh! Moving on to the sauce this week. We got Digimon. Here we go. Digimon, as you saw here, Ultimate Cup down. This was one of the craziest things I saw this week. Just, I was like, what are we going to talk about for Digimon? And I was like, you know, let's, let's take a look at tournament promos. And I think what I'm starting to see, and this is, you know, it's an odd coincidence, but well, I'm starting to see that these tournament promos are a scam. Like if you don't, if you don't get a top eight or lower trophy card, you don't have Jack. And now I'm, I'm not trying to say that to like, let's say you love Paldramon, right? You love Paldramon. That's your, this is your chase. It, you're, it's going to affect you differently than it's going to affect someone who's like, you know, I'm trying to buy rare cards that are going to appreciate over time. However, when you look at these trophy cards, specifically like top 
16 and higher, they don't perform that well. They haven't performed that well. And I'm going to show you the stats today. It's absolutely nuts. So Imperial Jermont, this is a little bit different. We'll go ahead and take a look. Imperial Jermont has done well, right? If you look at the stats on TCG Player, not a lot of sales, but it, it, it hovers around that 800 to 900 mark. Now let's look at Pale Dramon. Market price 216. Check this out. I mean, look at this. Ever since it's ever since it's hit the market, drop, drop, and this thing is just flat. I mean, it, it debuted at 340 and it just keeps dropping. It's just getting lower and lower and lower. Um, and this is this is something you're gonna see throughout all the promos. It is absolutely nuts. Like even look at the war ground one. This one's newer, right? This is the across time ultimate cup. Check this out. Look at this. Look at that. What is, I mean, that's 50% drop right there. Insane. Look at the, the I think the Gramon, no, the Gramon's not doing good either. Gramon's not doing good. Look at this. Another 50% drop right off the bat. That's a new one, right? Look at XVMon. I thought this was going to be a good one. XVMon, look at this. Boom. Boom. They just, they're just not sticking. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hold on. First of all, look at the price here. This is a $74 card. That's nothing to joke about. Like, that's more than a tank of gas for most people. Okay, so like, we're talking about a piece of cardboard is worth 74 bucks. That's still awesome. But look at what happened to the price. If you just look at the value, I mean, from 240 down to 78 bucks. Something's, something's up there, man. And it's on every card, though. It's not like just one. I'm, I'm showing you all of them. Guildwan's the only one that's kind of doing okay, but it's brand new. It's brand new. Look at this. From 73 down to 66. And it just kind of stabilized at 70, but it's only been about, you know, a week or two. Look at the Vmon. 20 bucks right now. 20 bucks. Look at this. Oh, my gosh. From 140, 150, actually, 152 down to 30 bucks. And again, $30 is still more expensive than the majority of Digimon cards. Like that's okay. It's still up there, but if you bought early, I guess that's, I guess that's what you could say is if you bought early, you are down bad right now, unless you won all these, if you won it all, I think you're okay. But, um, if you, if you went out and bought these like me, like on the Agumon evolution cups, you know, I got, I got wrecked on that, you know, took a huge bath on those, but it is what it is. Right. Um, look at Gigimon. Right, this is this is the cost rate. This twenty-two dollar card right here, that's like the price of some alt alt rares. Like, look at that, just tanked. Now uh, you look at the Demi Vmon. This is this is across the board, guys. Look at that, boom, down. I mean, this is a fourteen dollar card. Fourteen bucks. <laughs> Who else is on the list here? Uh, you can't count Imperial Dramon. I think that's this is a high enough rarity to sustain. I also think that this Gallantmon is going to be a big deal, right? Like, those are bigger trophies. But I, I think if, like, if you're, like, top eight or lower, forget about it. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have top eight or lower, you're done. You're hosed. Excuse me. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look at that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of nine, 10, 11, 12, 13... Eight out of 14 have tanked. So, you know, more than more than 50% of the trophy cards are done. 
and I guess, you know, if you haven't, if you were always hesitant to buy these, now might be a great time to actually buy them. Um, oh, there we go. Now might be a great time to actually get these guys because you're, you're paying 50 to 75% less than what everybody was a few months ago. Um, but you know, you kind of have to ask yourself, do you need to grade them right now? Or kind of, you don't really need to. And that's what I've always been saying about modern. Like if you have a true modern grail, it will be a grail next year and it'll be a grail the year after and it'll be a grail the year after. So grading is like what you need to grade for. You know what I mean? Um, but man, you know, it's crazy how this, I thought, I thought that these trophy cards would actually be something, but I remember we had talked about something in the discord, you know, like, <sighs> who's going to want these trophy cards when, when Digimon matures as a game? You know, it's not going to be kids. It'll probably just be players. If you think about it. Um, and you know, if they don't make a show here pretty soon, like there's a lot of stuff that like Digimon needs to fix. And it has so much potential. That's the thing though. It has stupid potential. Like everyone's like, just, just do what you need to do already. You would, you, you, you can, you can be big in the hobby if you just do what you need to do. Uh, but Digimon, you know, it's like there's just not that connection that it hasn't been able to make that connection with collectors and, and anime lovers and players like and and, you know, people that are investing in this stuff like you need all that and it just needs to be a catalyst. And just, uh, but we're not getting that from Digimon. So as it stands right now, Ultimate Cup is down. Ultimate Cup is down 50 to 75 percent across the board. And these are awesome looking cards. These are not. These look better than most of the booster set cards. So, um, and again, you know, I'm not, when I say something is down from 200, but you know, $340 down to $200, 200 bucks is still a lot. There are not many modern cards that crack 200 bucks. So there's still a lot of weight behind these, but I guess, you know, if you bought early, you're, you're in some trouble. Um, however, if you believe in the idea of trophy cards, now might be a great time to get in on them. That's, that's kind of where I'm at with these. All right, that's it for the Digimon news this week. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. Moving on to some Marvel. Here we go. This was awesome. So I was like, man, there's got to be some cool Marvel stuff we can talk about. And I found a really cool set. Uh, this is 2015 Marvel Vibranium. It was um, done by Upper Deck. So we're going to be taking a look at this set today and... These are some of the coolest Marvel cards I've seen. And and it's got a modern touch to it. Like this feels like this feels like one of those sets where people are overlooking it and there's like there's some bangers in here. Like there's some really nice cards. Now don't get me wrong, people are grading these and they're selling for good money. But it just doesn't get the spotlight like a like a Marvel Medals would or something like that. Um, so this is something that I feel like is almost a sleeper. You know, it, it has its value. It's expensive, but uh, it just doesn't get that look that, you know, again, precious metals would get or something like that. So here we go. This is 2015 Upper Deck Marvel Vibranium. Check this out. <clears throat> Despite their immense popularity on the sports side of the hobby, when it comes to Chromium comic cards, they're mainly a relic of the 1990s. And when the metallic-looking cards do surface in more recent times, they're usually a smaller insert set. Not the case with the 2015 Upper Deck Marvel Vibranium. So this is like a premium chrome set, right? Everything is chrome, kind of like, you know, Topps Chrome. Uh, it's, it's a premier set. It's, it's kind of a quality set. 
Here's the checklist. It's a 90 card base set, uh, character driven. It's the chrome stock that sets it apart from other sets. Again, you're getting like a higher quality card here. This also sets up the parallels, which added a variety of background patterns. Raw, which has a speckled backdrop that almost looks like small scales and are most common at one in three packs. All other parallels come with serial numbers. Check this out. So you have the molten parallel numbered to 299. You have a refined parallel numbered to 99. Radiance parallel to 50. And then the bar parallel is numbered to five. Base cards also have one of one printing plates. Like this is, this is some collector stuff right here. Uh, inserts. Like every set of Marvel trading cards from Upper Deck, there are sketch cards. However, however, Vibraniums takes a different approach. Metal engraving cards take the sketch concept of the original drawn art on the card itself and apply it to the metal stock. What? Signatures come in pairs in dual comic autographs and dual comic variant autographs. Patch and double patches were originally marketed as some of the product's central hits. However, most don't carry major values today. So you can get some serious hits for cheap right here. <clears throat> Solid, but not on par with many of the parallels. They have these large image of the character with a small insert manufactured patch of the featured character. So you got Marvel characters with patches. I think it's pretty sweet. Uh, that's something I would definitely look at. And other inserts uh, include In Memoriam. Universal Heroes, Universal Heroes, When Worlds Collide, Rookie Heroes, and Hero Pow Or. All of these are available in roughly equal quantities if you go on a card-by-card -card basis. These sets all have printing plates as well, so those are the inserts inside of the set. It turns out that this release may have been a little ahead of its time. Not a major hit at the time, some parts of the 2015 Upper Deck Vibranium checklist, particularly the rarer parallels, have become extremely popular and valuable in the years since. Some of may have to do with the rise of precious metal gems, parallels, and other sets, which got collectors looking at parallels and rare cards. Again, precious metals being like, that's the one everyone wants. However, vibranium doesn't look too bad. You guys got to check these out. <clears throat> that line of thinking has carried over to other releases like vibranium, which also used the chromium stock that has gotten even more popular in the hobby's most recent, most recent boom era. All right. Set size is 90 cards. You get five cards in a pack, uh, 20 packs in a box. And it was released, oh, excuse me, December 9th, 2015. So here you go. This is what the Vibranium base looks like, right? It's a pretty nice looking card. Um, and again, this is that really thick card stock. This is like a sports card that you'd see here. Um, this is the Molten Parallel. Check that out. That looks sick. Oh, this is the bar. This might be bar. Yeah. Vibranium bar. Look at how nice that is. Like, I would check this out. That's an awesome looking card. This is the molten uh, parallel. Look at that. We don't have cards that look like that. So this is, again, guys, this is something I would, I would definitely take a look at on eBay. You might find something that's underpriced because people aren't look, really looking at this, right? Like, when you go Marvels, you go Precious Metals. That's like, the I'm going to go for the best right now. Vibranium has some awesome looking cards. Here's the one of one printing plates. Check it out. That's uh, Emma Frost. Let's see. This is the Radiance Parallel. Awesome. This is the uh, Raw Parallel. Oh, Refined, I think. Refined or Raw? Raw Parallel. That's an awesome looking card. I mean, these look, all of these look great, don't they? Like, even the artwork on the card. Not just the parallel pattern in the background, but, like, the card itself actually looks good. Uh, this is a refined parallel. That's Iron Man. That is sick. Oh my gosh.
great looking cards. This is the dual auto. I think they said that these kind of took off in price. Uh, but look at the metal engravings. Oh my gosh, that is sweet. And these are the double patches. Now they said that these aren't that pricey. So you might be able to find some of these. This is Luke Cage and Captain Marvel on a double patch auto or a double patch card. So it just has a, a patch of the character, which is, that is so cool. It's just different. Which ones they have here? You got um, Cyclops, Jean Grey. That'd be a good one. You got Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, uh, Thor and Captain America. Uh, let's see here. You got, what other good ones would be here? Nova Thanos. That'd be good. Nightcrawler Beast, Magneto Storm, Wolverine, Sabretooth. Oh my gosh. I got to look. We have to look that up right now. We're going to check that out. Um, we got to check that out. Let's see. See if we can find one. Wolverine, Sabretooth, uh, Vibranium. Oh. Please tell me there's something out here. Oh my gosh, they got one. Look at this. 1500 bucks. What? Oh my gosh, that is sick. We got to watch that. That is one of the coolest cards. Oh, my watch list is full. Oh, that's all right. I'll, I'll add it later. That is so cool. You can't tell me that. That is one of the coolest cards I've ever seen. No way. Just like that. Oh, my gosh. Look at this vibranium. This is a molten. Molten Wolverine. <laughs> Number to 299. Yeah. See, and I would... You got to try and find something that, you know, this is 50 bucks, 50 bucks. I would totally do that. That's an awesome looking card. That is the raw parallel. Oh my God. You can even get the base card for eight bucks. Oh yeah. This is a great, this is a home run set guys. I mean, 400 bucks for a molten parallel right there. That's raw. That's not terrible. You got the refined parallel right here for a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad we looked this up today. This is 2015 Upper Deck Vibranium. Oh my gosh. Let's let's check out the Ultimate Iron Man. Let's see if I can find another one. Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man. Let's see if we can find Iron Man Vibranium. Iron Man Patch Vibranium. Let's see. Oh my god. What? It's only 90 bucks. Are you kidding me? Dude. Those are sweet. People are crazy if they don't like that. Home run set. Home run set. Oh my gosh. Guys, what are we talking about? Oh, that is cool. Look at this is the uh, hero power right here. Sweet. This, this set is so freaking loaded. It is unbelievable. There's the patches checklist right here. Do they have a Venom? Oh, man, they don't have a Venom one. Uh, they got Wolverine. Wolverine, Spider-Man, probably what I'd go for. Uh, Hulk would be cool, too. Thor, Magneto. Oh, my gosh, dude. Forget about These are the rookie, rookie heroes? No way. I'm sold. This is probably one of the coolest Marvel set. Oh, wow. Look at that. When worlds collide. The set's loaded, guys. So I don't know what to tell you. 
Set is absolutely loaded. I think it's great. Um, there you go. 2015 Upper Deck Marvel Vibranium. That's it for Marvel today. I just, I had to search. That was just so cool. Um, wow. Let me, you guys let me know in the Discord what you guys think about what we just talked about. If you're going to buy any, because you talk about precious metals, then you go right to Vibranium like this. Like, like they said, you're probably not going to be able to afford precious metals, but you go to Vibranium. They're still amazing looking cards out there in my opinion some are actually cooler all right that's it for marvel this week moving on to some sports here we go this week we are talking about stuffed curry steph curry uh he had a massive game in the playoffs uh to finish off the kings he had two massive games back to back to finish off the kings in game seven and i just wanted to take a real quick look this is gonna be real fast um a real quick look at his prices, and if you are into, if you're a Steph Curry guy, this is where his prices are at right now. So we're looking at the 2009 Tops Steph Curry rookie card. Uh, this is base, right? So they have base, they got chrome, there's refractors, there's black. There's all kinds of different levels of this one. This is the base one. Check this out. So the base card, raw, is 540 bucks over the last 30 days, and you can kind of see it. The price action hasn't really changed. I thought. I thought the price prices would have changed uh, a little bit over the last seven days, uh, especially with the playoffs going on. But I mean, you had a sale here for six ten, and you had a sale here for six hundred. So, not much of a difference affected the market. Maybe he needs. Maybe they need to beat the Lakers, and then you might see a bigger price jump in his cards. Um, but you know, I was listening to Colin Cowherd the other day, um, and he was saying Steph Curry is the greatest point guard of all time. Passing, passing Magic Johnson. Uh, and I, I kind of agree with him because Steph Curry changes the way you play the game. Uh, and he's probably going to last a little long. He's like 35 years old. You know, he's 35 and he's going to be able to shoot threes forever. Um, and he's, he can play decent defense. Um, that dude is skilled. I mean, when you take over the, it took over game seven threw 50 points on the board and just wrecked house, uh, you know, I'm not a huge Curry fan. I don't really like the Warriors. I don't like, uh, I don't like their, I don't know. I don't like the way they carry themselves. They've been kind of quiet this year, so it's a little bit different. And, and you got to respect the gameplay. That's just absolutely nuts. Um, but if you look at his PSA 10, this is a PSA 10 of the base rookie card, right? So uh, tops number 321. Average price over the last 30 days is uh, $7,470. Absolutely nuts. Uh, and you can see his price went up a little bit over the last uh, few weeks. So you have a sale at 6500 and then we had a sale at $7,900. So that was quite the jump from, this was uh, April 2nd to April 30th. So that one definitely had an impact um, according to the stats here. Um, crazy. Absolutely crazy. So if you're a Steph Curry fan and you know and if you really think that he's going to win, let's say let's say they make a, a championship run and let's say he gets a fifth ring like you, he's going to be one of the all-time greats. He's already one of the all-time greats, but he's going to be like goat status and uh you know, when I look at this card, I think of like Kobe's rookie. I think of Jordan's rookie like you could even put LeBron's rookie in there like how many times have you said, "Man, I would just love to have a raw copy of that rookie card. 
So this may be one of the last few times you ever see a Stephen Curry, you know, rookie card at five to six hundred bucks. Could be. Now, if they lose, things change. But if they win, this may be the one of the last times you ever see them at five hundred. They might just be a thousand bucks from here on out. Who knows? Um, I don't really want to speculate on the price. But what I'm saying is, is if you're a Curry guy or if you want to collect NBA greats, this may be one of the last few times, even though five, 600 bucks is a lot for a base card, right? But it's diff different time, 2009. We're not talking modern base. We're talking 2009 before I was in high school getting ready to go to the military in 2009. So like, I didn't even know this card existed, right? So man, exciting times. Uh, we may be witnessing history. And uh, if, if you've got the capital and the means to do this and you're a sports guy, I would say Steph Curry should be the next next great on your list and you just start stacking these, right? Like you're betting you're betting that he's going to win two more championships before he's done. Maybe get six rings. You, you If you bet right and you have a bunch of, I mean, how many sports guards, guys have you seen with the Michael Jordan rookies that are just spread across the table? You're like, oh my gosh, how'd he get all those? This would be that time. This is that time. Um, so there you guys go. That's it for sports this week. Something to think about. I don't know how many of you are in the market for something like this, but I wanted to share it because that's the stuff I'm thinking about. Um, there you go. That's it for the sports card uh, news this week. Moving on to Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go. All right. Whoa. We're still going. Okay. All right. Uh, last week, we covered some video games that I'm looking at. For Yu-Gi-Oh, um, we had Dark Duel Stories, we had Dawn of Destiny, and we had, uh, oh my gosh, the PlayStation one. Brain fart, I don't know. Anyways, uh, we talked about Dark Duel Stories, and then our mod, Alpha, in the Discord, he's like, hey, that was a great game, Like, but do you remember, uh, I think it's Reshef of Destruction? Reshef of Reshef? Reshef of Destruction? I don't know how to say the name. Anyways, it's the game that was kind of that came after Dark Duel Stories, kind of a continuation of the story. It picks up where it left off. Uh, comes with three promo cards, as you can see on the screen here. You have um, the Dark Magician Knight, you have Sage's Stone, and you have Knight's Title. Those are the three promo cards that you would get, um, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on it here. So the first thing I want to talk about is the promo cards for this game, and then we'll talk about the game itself. Um, promo cards, pretty cheap, right? Um, you can get the Dark Magician Knight in a secret rare market price of 13 bucks. That's going to be like, you know, you pay two bucks for this one right here. You're probably not going to get something very good. Um, you got the Sage of Stone market price of just six dollars. You have then th there's two different types of uh, Dark Magician Knights, by the way. There's this a secret rare and then there's the uh, super rare. Every box is different, I guess. Um, but the super rare has a market price of 551. You have the Knight's Title market price of two eighty nine, and then the Knight's Title Super Rare at just two bucks. I'm about to sneeze. Holy cow! <coughs> I knew it. Okay, <clears throat> so promo cards—they're not that expensive. Um, you could you could probably go find PSA tens, you know, of these cards if you really want them, um, for fairly cheap. But I, I love promo cards. Just. The idea of them throwing the game, the cards in a video game is just the coolest thing to me. Um, those are like my favorite types of promos. Video game promo cards are like the best. Uh, then you could go like magazine inserts after that. Um, and then maybe like toys after that. That's probably how it'd go. But um, anyways, that's a quick look at the cards. Now we're going to be talking about 
the game itself. Uh, the game itself isn't too bad. Um, it's actually one of the cheaper Yu-Gi-Oh games you can get. You can buy a loose cartridge for just 14 bucks. Um, you can buy a complete box for 70 bucks, which would be open. Um, you can buy a new box for 235 or you could buy a graded box. Looks like uh, 243 So new and graded are pretty much the same from what I'm seeing here. Um, I don't know why that ad is there. I'm trying to, let me see. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, uh, it's not crazy. Let's take a look at graded. Let's see. Doesn't really show me anything. Okay. I guess there's nothing there. Um, let's take a look at eBay. Let's see if we can find one. Destruction. Reshef. Reshef of destruction. Complete in box, 70 bucks, like we just said. Let's see if we organize by highest price. We could probably find the new ones right here. Okay, so you got a sealed copy for a thousand bucks. I don't know how that's gonna fly. You can get the promo pack right here for three hundred sealed, but I'm guessing it keeps its value because it's sealed. Because you can pick these up much cheaper. Dark Magician Knight was pretty cool. I remember that card. Um, they don't have any sealed copies right now. You get a PSA eight for a hundred bucks. That's not that's not terrible. PSA nine for eighty bucks. Wow. Pretty cheap. Um, they don't have any sealed copies. What's this? Is this sealed? It looks... No, it's not. It's open. Open. Wow. It's actually not that much on the market. I mean, that's pretty crazy. These are nice looking cards, though. From what I see, though, there's really not much on the market. That is nuts. This game I never played. Um, but see, this one's 34 bucks right here. I wonder what, there's probably a lot wrong with it though. Probably pretty beat. Uh, it doesn't let me zoom. Why don't you let me zoom? Okay. So there you guys go. A quick look at Reshef of the Reshef. I don't know. I'm, I'm butchering that name so bad. Is it Reshef? Reshef? Reshef of the <laughs> Who knows? Anyways, guys, that's, uh, that's what we're looking at for Greasy's Gaming Corner this week. It's a pretty cheap game. I mean, you got one on here for 3000 bucks. I don't know why that's so expensive when they said the market price is like 200 but dude, look at that nail. Oh my gosh, look at that nail. What in the world? Cut your nails. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> eh, I don't know how I feel about that. I wouldn't pay 1000 bucks for that. I wouldn't pay 1000 bucks. Um, I kind of like this, but why take a risk when you just buy a graded one? I don't know. It's kind of cool to have it in a sealed, sealed bag, I guess. There you guys go. That's it for Gaming Quarter this week. A uh, quick look at Reshef, Reshef of Destruction. Now, moving on to our last segment of the day, we're going with Gengar's Grabs. Here we go. All right. Gengar's Grabs, our last segment of the day all about you guys and it was a competitive week i used your guys's votes again to basically well not your votes but whoever had the most emotes or reactions to their post are the winners this week so number five this week going with jay parks he got the uh <laughs> we, could, we could just call him dark um uh what's it called uh dark chewy star wars it looks like an auto though uh and that's pretty cool because he bought the um 
that Star Wars box that comes with one auto inside. That was the card he pulled. It's pretty sweet. Sealed right there. It's got the Star Wars sticker. These are so awesome. Like, you could pretty much just leave them like that. You know, you don't really have to grade them. Uh, I think I think stuff like this merits, like, just keeping it in the, in the uh, you know, one-touch case, and that's cool. Got the MLC brownie points. But, um, yeah, the Discord thought this was a cool one, too. So that, that takes number five this week. Number four. Going with Danny007, PSA10, Gohan. Super Saiyan 2 Gohan. Uh, SPR from Supreme Rivalry. I think this is one of the better Gohan cards. I remember talking about this a while back. Like, it's actually, you know, I, I thought it was pretty low priced for, I think at the time, like when I, when I was covering it, I want to say it was like 10, 15 bucks raw. I don't know where it's at now. We could take a quick look. Let's see. Um, let's, let's just take a look. Maybe it's dropped in price, but you know, PS, I thought, you know, getting a PSA 10 was, was a solid card. This was another one right here. Oh, was it this? Oh, this was the one. This was the one that was like 20 bucks. Look at that. It dumped off from 20 down to about 16. And I want to say this is when we were talking about it. And then it just shot right back up. That's the one we were talking about. Where's the one? What's this one at? Oh, this one right here. Astonishing Strike. And you can see, yeah, look at that. It was five bucks at one time. Yep. And now it's up. Almost double that. So this was, I, this was one of those special rares that I was like, you guys got to get it. Like when they're selling special rares for eight nine dollars get them because these that's a solid character and do you know how hard it is to pull special rares go buy go buy some dragon ball tell me tell me how many special rares you pull out of one booster box you might get one or two it's just like an alt art that's really what it is um awesome card and again in the in the right rarity and the, and the best grade possible in a 10 that's gonna stick i think um number three this week going with jt Top G. He's got the uh, Shohei Otani rookie card from Topps Chrome. This is a green refractor. That's a big hitter card. That's, that's a couple thousand bucks right there. Um, but Discord also liked it. Solid card. I was actually looking at some Otani stuff that I was going to try and invest in, but I just I haven't pulled the trigger just yet. Uh, number two this week. Going with Mescalito. I think he said he was on uh, vacation um, somewhere. And he found uh, some Southern Islands uh, stuff. And that's sealed. That's nuts. Like, that's, I, I had, regardless of what the Discord voted, I thought this was one of the coolest things we saw on, on the uh, grabs tab this week because it's just so different and it's vintage. Like, I love seeing the different stuff, you know, because me, my, I probably wouldn't buy any Southern Island stuff. It's just not who I am as a collector. But I still appreciate it. I still think it's awesome. And like when other people get it, I'm like happy for them. Like, dude, that's good. Like, that's good stuff. Uh, so that's number two, Mescalito. Number one this week, going with Big Tony. He makes his return to the number one spot with a BGS 8.5 Legendary Collection Reverse Nido King. Got the nice MLC. We had a nice display of MLC this week. Good job, guys. Um, but yeah, this one was the this was the biggest one. I want to say this had like 14 or 15 reactions to it. So a lot of people uh, like this card. It's a solid card. It's a nice looking card. Um, I'm a fan of Legendary Collection Reverse Hollows. They just they never done anything like it, never ever. And it's just it's too cool not to appreciate. Uh, so that takes number one. Congrats, Tony. And that is it for episode 133. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please like, share, subscribe, join our Discord because it's free. Um, stay tuned. 
May 19th, where we talk with Omar from Strictly Sealed. That's going to be big. Um, and I think that's it. I'll see you guys uh, this Sunday for After Hours. If you guys have been enjoying that, I really appreciate the support you guys have been giving me on that. Um, if I don't see you on After Hours, I'll see you next Tuesday, Wednesday on episode 134. That is all. Peace. Peace.